The purpose of this show is to create a space for men and women to come together to process and discuss culture and the worlds we live in through the lens of Christianity, using literature, expert input, laughter, and love to deepen our relationships and understanding of God, ourselves, and others. So come on and let's illuminate the way with your host, Janiah Taylor. What's up, everybody? It's your girl, your host, Janiah T, and welcome back to another episode of Illuminating the Way. Last week in the first episode, we talked all about revival and loving God and how revival happens when our efforts meet the power of God and revival can take place. And in this week, we'll be chatting how revival can happen in how you love yourself and in the relationship you have with yourself by the power of God. So let's jump into the second episode. So on this week's episode, we're talking all things self-love and loving yourself the way God loves us. Um, So in Jeremiah 29, 11, it says, for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. So this is just God confirming and solidifying that before you even thought of formed in your mother's womb, there was a plan for you. He knew you. Um, and there's a reason why, why you are here. This was you being here is not all willy nilly and just spur of the moment or a mistake or an accident or whatever, um, people might say. Um, it just wasn't that there was so much intention behind you being here. And, um, I think that that's something important to note just when working on your self-love and finding the source of where your self-love comes from. So throughout life, we all face and go through all kinds of things, heartbreak, trauma, things that come from our childhood with our parents, siblings, you know, the list can go on, whatever applies to you. But God has a plan um, for all of that. One, to heal you because truthfully, we live in a fallen world and um, all that God wants for you is good. Um, And the things that aren't good, I believe, come from the fact that, well, we live in a fallen world. Um, But even through that, despite all of that, God still has a plan um, for it all. Your steps are ordered. There is a plan for you. It says so in his word. Um, so of course one is to heal you and make you whole, but also to use it according to his purpose. Nothing, absolutely nothing is wasted in God. So whatever you went through, going through, um, whatever mess, quote unquote, you feel like you in, you're in, or you feel like you have with you, God finds you and all of your mess worth saving and using. Um, so the scripture, I forgot where this is from, but I'm going to read it anyway. Um, (laughs) for we are, and I don't have my Bible in front of me, so that's why I'm reading for my notes, but for we are God's masterpiece. He has created us anew in Christ Jesus. Um, so we can do the good things he planned for us long ago. Okay. So that scripture is 
actually from Ephesians 2 and 10, um, where it says what I just read, you know, we're God's masterpiece. He created us anew in Christ Jesus. Um, and now we can do the good things that he planned for us. And all of that is true. Um, of course, when we accept him into our lives as our personal savior, but also when we're able to find our identity in Christ and embrace his agape love for us so that we're able to better love ourselves. And essentially, God's word is full of reasons as to why he loves us and gives us a plethora of, of reasons as to why we should love ourselves. Okay. That's the bottom line. First Timothy 4 and 4 says, For everything God created is good, and nothing is to be rejected if it is received with thanksgiving. I'm going to read that one more time. First Timothy, First Timothy 4 and 4 says, For everything God created is good, and nothing is to be rejected if it is received with thanksgiving. Now, if you know the scripture, then you know this context is really in the context of Paul correcting false teaching that was going forth in that time. Um, the people and the false teachers were forbidding people um, to marry and ordering them to abstain from certain foods in the name of the Lord. But that was false teaching and th Paul was coming to correct them. And this was his response, 1 Timothy 4 and 4. However, I would like to think that God feels the same about us, um, seeing as to how he did send his son to die for us, to save us um, for and down the cross for our sins to save us. There we go. Um, and defines us as his masterpiece, masterpiece and declares us as good. So while the, the context of this is a little bit different, I believe that God sees us the same. He believes that we're good and we're not to be rejected, even as it relates to ourselves, um, not rejecting ourselves and rejecting the things that we're supposed to be doing or purposed to do. Okay, and I feel what you're saying, but like, be for real. So most times we hear something that may resonate with us, but we're un still unsure what practical steps to take to put it into action. And that's what this segment is for. So let's be for real. First things first to reviving um, your love for, with yourself is accepting God's love for you by accepting him as your personal savior. Um, he wants to be that for you. That's his desire for you. Um, and there are so many good things and promises that are in him um, that are all set up for you. He declares you to be his masterpiece, to be a good thing. So accepting him as your personal savior is the first step. Um, and the second step is to pray and ask the Holy Spirit to help you in this area and to highlight things to you about yourself that he loves about you. You know, we are all different, made differently. We all have different attributes that contribute to the kingdom of God and you should be using them. You should be proud of them and you should 
um, be grateful that the Lord has given them to you. And by doing so, you use them to the best of your ability. Um, and God and the Holy Spirit highlighting these things to you um, will definitely aid in you reviving your self-love, the love that you have for yourself. And I promise you, um, in my own experience, I can attest that he will definitely show you if you ask him. He definitely will. And then, of course, the last thing is for you to do your part. Um, That means you love on yourself. You pick up new hobbies. um, You do things that make you feel like a kid again. The things that you used to do um, when you were a child and maybe you just got out of it. I personally just picked up coloring and y'all my skills didn't leave let's just start there um (laughs) it could also mean taking yourself out or this is one of my also fave um faves is putting up scriptures around your house that remind you of what God says about you the truth of what God says about you okay and only acknowledging that even when there is an attack or some type of mind thoughts that might come in the middle of the night I hop up read some scriptures or play a worship song or you know whatever it is for you um but one that I really want to mention is working on your self-talk how you talk to yourself if the Lord was in the same room as you when you were talking to yourself would he be pleased with what you were saying would you talk to the Lord the way you talk to yourself so Working on your self-talk and, of course, the list of examples can go on, but the point is to find something that works specifically for you. Now, let me tell you something. Loving ourselves and reviving the love that we have for ourselves encompasses a few things. The first is accepting Christ as your Savior period. Okay. That's just like number one, just the foundation. Okay. The second is your efforts towards loving yourself. Um, loving yourself, you got to put some effort into it. Have a relationship with you. Take yourself out. Um, do nice things for yourself. Surprise yourself, get yourself flower, you know, whatever you would like to do. Um, that shows your self-love and the way that you need it. Um, the other thing that encompass or that loving ourself encompasses is loving God. Um, our identity, our self-love is found in and through Christ, okay? Because he died for us and he loves us, we're able to not only love him, but love ourselves and others. So, um, That's number three. (laughs) Number four. um, So, so far, let's just recap. So far, we have accepting Christ as your personal savior. The second is loving yourself and putting action behind that. And then the third, of course, which probably should be second, but, you know, there's no particular order. Well, there is an order, but we're not going in order right now. So there we go. Um loving God, um, and putting action behind that as our identities are found and solidified 
in Christ and him and what he's done for us and the fact that he died on the cross for our sins and that we are free in him. Um, and the last thing is to reach out for community for help. Okay. Loving yourself may take some time and some effort, like I said before. And sometimes that includes involving community, right? That you can help you through the hard moments and hard times, um, through prayer and just being there. Um, it could also include having a therapist, someone who is, you know, Christ-centered and based, but also is um, educated to walk you through these very real things that might be barriers or just something that the enemy uses to um, keep you from fully loving yourself and having the relationship that God wants you to have with yourself in and through him. Thank you for joining in on this week's episode of Illuminating the Way, Love Self. I hope this episode reminded you that you can and should love yourself as God loves you. Gave you strategy for better loving yourself or just beginning to, or just reminded you that God creates good things and that especially includes you. So be sure to join us in about a week or so for the final episode of season one, Revival Love. But until then, remember, I love you, but God loves you more. This is your host, Janiah, signing off.